What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's Para Presents. Uh, let me first say hello to my co-host, David Pickerel, the CEO of Para. Um, this week, we also have a very special guest, Torsten, the rideshare professor. If you are not already familiar with Torsten, you will be here shortly. Welcome, Torsten. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, gentlemen. I really appreciate you having me, and I always love being on your show. Yeah, the last time I know, David David got sick or something, and I know that you're... Yes. You're in between something too here, and I know you just got over a sickness too. I did, yeah, I did, and, and so did I. First time, like <laughs> so... in four years, so it was rather strange. Yeah, the Everyone's whole world sick. seems to be sick. Yeah, everyone's sick. <laughs> so, well, that's, a re- is... that's a real general comment there. Dude. Mother Earth is acting a little sick, you know, with earthquakes, floods, uh, yeah. crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That earthquake over in what was it, Monaco or? And uh, Morocco, yeah. Yeah, Morocco. Oh my gosh. And then there was a big flood in Libya today where 5,000 people drowned. Yeah, oh my God. Um, yeah, just lots of lots of craziness. Um, but so we're just going to jump right in today. Um, I really, I, there's a few topics I want to touch on. We won't start with the with the primary one because it's, uh, well, I'll mention it in a second. But I, I, one of the things I want to start with here is uh, getting Torsten's take on driver pay right now. Um Lyft and Uber. I mean, it's obvious, clearly it's gone downhill. Upfront pricing's in a lot of markets. Some people don't. We've asked for it forever. Some people now don't like it. Um, you know, I, I I thought we had hit rock bottom a while ago, but they 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 never cease to amaze me. Those two companies, and I think with with Risha coming in after 120 days, I mean, he's already uh, told us he's a. He's focusing on the customer. So um, he wants to get back into the pricing game. Uh, playing a competition with Uber when it comes to pricing is, I think, just dangerous for both because it's a race to the bottom. Immediately, Uber counters with 25, 30% discounts. And the only true loser at the end of the day is the driver. So it's when, when we really thought it hit rock bottom, it even went another 10, 15% uh, below. Uh, right now, you know, I read the comments, I read the emails, a record number of people just can't make the numbers work anymore. So um, unless you're getting super creative, unless you're in a in, in a very hot pocket and, and, and a master cherry picker, um, you, you're, in, you're in for slim pickings. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and I don't know if you, I mean, do you think the onboarding rate is as crazy as it's always been, even, even with people coming onto the delivery platforms like they are, like... Are people really getting into rideshare at these type prices? No, I, I think, I mean, you know, they have they have a never-ending 
machine of um, a conveyor belt of recruiters. But, you know, even increasing that age to 25, which they've done in certain cities, is not going to help them. I mean, those 21 to 25-year-olds are suddenly gone. Those, you know, those could have been students that really needed a, a little side hustle. Um, so I, I don't think the numbers that they are giving us are, are, are true and accurate. I, I think they're inflating them. I, I don't think as many people are currently signing up with Uber and Lyft. Um, even if you'd spend a week working at these pay rates, um, I think you get very disheartened very quickly. You know, yeah. it's just there's... Uber X is ah, there's just not money there. There's, there's I mean, no we all we all wanted transparency. It's it upfront pricing has yeah. transparency here. Are you happy with upfront? Um, you know, I mean, the so theory many, of upfront is great. The the theory the theory is 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 great, but there are always so many hidden factors with Uber and Lyft. I mean, I, I don't think the drivers ever get the true picture. So uh, as as good as their intentions are, um, it's it's it, it's it's not it's not working. Um, it, to me, it's just not working. The whole upfront pricing. I mean, if they, at the bottom the the bottom line is, if you're an independent contractor, treat people like an independent contractor. Um, yeah. There can't be all these conditions built in. You know, we've spoken about this many a times. The true definition of a independent contractor. You you shouldn't have to worry. Uh, about your destination. If you don't, um, if you want to pass on a destination and don't take that trip, if you want to pass on, uh, on, on, on a, the pay that they're offering you, you should not have to suffer any consequences. So there's always these little punishments built in and timeouts built in. Um, it's, it's just not transparent. And even, I, I, I just don't see upfront pricing to be as transparent as they make it out to be. But that's, the, you know, that's my, my opinion. David, what what is your take on on transparency here, real quick, or the upfront pricing? I mean, I think the same thing is like it's a step in the right direction, where it's like, hey, you know, at least they're going to tell you, you know, what the deal is. But I sort of agree with what Torsten says. You know, a step in the direction doesn't mean it's fully there where it needs to be. Uh, I do want to rewind to something that I think Torsten said at the beginning of the show, which is quite interesting to me, is the price war, right? So. Uh, I participated in a yep. price war when I worked at Uber, right? So at the time when we launched Las Vegas, we were a one of the first profitable cities in the U.S. Right, we we're making uh, you know ten to twenty percent margin, and drivers were paid well. Uh, where that stopped working was Lyft started offering fifty percent off. So when you're making fifteen percent off and Lyft offers fifty percent off, you know it's sort of a race to the bottom. We ignored the race to the bottom, trying exactly. not to take the bait. But after six months, it worked, right? But the difference back then was the discount came out of Lyft's pocket, right? So it was an actual dollar discount paid to the consumer, not at the cost of the driver, right? That came out of Lyft's pocket, and that's how they burned all that money. And eventually, we ended up taking the bait and, you know, price cuts and all of that. But, like, uh, most of that subsidy was offered in a percentage off to the customer. I think with the way that the pricing set up now, there's a price war at the expense of the drivers. It's a whole different setup that's really not great. And and if I may add, you're 100% correct. If I may add to that, you know, in in the beginning, there was a lot of money uh, available to both companies. There were billions to be uh, burnt, you know, to to incentivize trips to open up markets. Um, they've they've got they've they've burned through that money. 
so right now the drivers are paying these discounts it's, it's coming out of drivers uh, pockets and you, you just have to read the comments you can go to any or one of the channels and just read the comments um mm -hmm. there, there's i would say there's a i've never seen frustration as high as it is at the moment no and that People helps me segue that helps me segue here because torsten and i oddly we did our first live together on september 23rd 2021 i looked it up so we're just under wow. two weeks out from two years ago. That live stream wow. was solely dedicated to safety. And here we are two years later. And I want to mention that topic because a lot of people, that's why I didn't start with it, but a lot of people need to hear this. Where is driver safety right now? Because I don't, you, you, I think since think... our very first conversation two years ago, I think we're way worse. I mean, in every yeah. way. I mean, you would think that in the last two years, um, you know, there would have been big money spent on safety and big announcements, but they, they have really nothing to show. Today, Russia um, tries to, uh, you know, get more women involved because there's obviously a lot of females dropping out, rightfully so. It's just extremely dangerous. And, you know, now the offering that woman to connect, uh, woman drivers picking up female passengers um if, if if it makes a female uh, feel safer great but you know i've had many many conversations with female drivers and they just they they, they just don't want to risk it anymore um the the news stories continue we we still have the daily two three stories in the news around the country and abroad um shootings carjackings assaults i i don't think that Uber and Lyft are giving us remotely the right numbers on on on, on sexual assaults or assaults that take place in the vehicle, and uh, what 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 have they what have they brought out in the last two years um, that has any substance here, right? You've got the little in in app sort of like nine one one type of feature. Well, again, I think we spoke about this two years ago. Yeah, um, or the recorded not, driver. Not help you, not going to help you much when when you're when you're in a situation. So, uh, they they made big big promises on cleaning up all those fake names. They still out there, yeah. right? Whether it's uh, Slum Bucket or Ghetto Boy or whoever it is, they they they're still picking you up. Um, emojis, you know, emojis picking you up. A, a picture of Freddy Krueger. Uh, in one of the passenger apps. I mean, if they if they're not willing to match, um, you know, the 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 process that they uh, use for drivers, if if they if they so lenient and don't care about uh, real pictures, real IDs, real names, we're not going to see true safety because um, a, a person that's on parole or wanted is, doesn't want to upload his picture. You know what I mean? They'll rather go over a third account to use the mother's account or the aunt's account or a gift card. None of these big points that they've addressed so often have actually been addressed by Russia or by uh, uh, Dara Shawi or any of the other CEOs. We're still at the same point we were two years ago. I, I haven't seen any big changes. Have you? I have not. Um, and I don't want to miss the opportunity tonight because I know we're all, it's, it's tough to get the three of us together. Um, we all have very busy schedules. I have to hit on this. Um, I never thought this would happen. So I want both, I would like both your takes on this Uber teen. What happened here? I mean, what, what the hell? Um, 
David, you wanna do you wanna jump in there? I, I'm very opinionated on this one. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what you think. <laughs> I think on my end, it's sort of uh, plays into actually the theme from earlier, right? Is the public company need to chase growth, and they're tapped out the obvious ones, so they're sort of going where they have to at the expense of the driver, right? I think is really sort of the. Uh, um, can I can I cut you off there because they're about to get in the car? I'll, I'm gonna call you back in a few. Is that okay? And yeah. we'll jump on to that question. Okay, sure. perfect. Okay, sorry about that. No, that's okay. So, David, you and I can, uh, we'll keep recording here and we'll move to the Paris stuff and then we'll jump back when he comes back on. Sorry, guys, right. this is this is the life we live. This is, uh, <laughs> it is difficult to get the three, like sometimes to get all of us together, even with next week with Sergio and stuff. This is hard planning. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, first is making that money. Good for him, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. And he's been a little sick, so I know that. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so the questions I had for in case he had to bounce, um, what can the para app currently do for, this is for people who might not know for Uber and Lyft drivers. Uh, yeah. So I think, you know, we have a number of, sort of auto decline. You can get your Uber and your Lyft pings in one central feed and you can set sort of parameters for what you want there. So you mm-hmm. can say, Hey, I don't want to leave this mileage radius. I don't want to go to this zip code. Uh, you know, I don't want to take trips under a certain dollar per mile, a certain minimum amount, etc. But I think the part that actually I've heard from Uber drivers specifically that they like the best is that uh, we provide a much more accurate address for the Uber pings. Mm-hmm. I think right now when you get that ping from Uber, you see it and there's sort of a crossroads. But I think, as you know, that, you know, doesn't yeah. isn't super- it's almost like which which mapping app do you use for navigation? So that- same kind of thing like when i'm doing curry the only one that works for new builds is apple oddly is apple maps yeah like if you don't have ios i don't even know how you find some of them because google maps and Waze will have you going to 30 miles away from it yeah i mean it just doesn't have it because it's not actually set in these addresses but apple maps seems to be ahead of the game there yeah i'd actually say like uber and lyft drivers are actually a significant percentage of our users right now Back in the day, most users were DoorDash. Mm-hmm. I think we still have a number of Uber Eats drivers. I think they're still the majority, but Uber and Lyft are sort of a, a quick, you know. A for the set. people using the Para app for those features. Correct. Because again, yeah. people like, remember, in some of the upcoming weeks too, we'll be talking about Para Pass, Para Works. It's, in my opinion, that's more of really what's going on. These are just nice features within the app, you know, for yeah. the drivers, but. Yeah. I kind of have a different vision, but I know that uh, there's lots of visions. But um, do you see that? Uh, is there anything that you can think of that you can see that the Para app could do? And it might not even be feasible yet, but that you would like to see it do to that could help safety? And I know that's a really hard question, but. That is a good question. I think right now we have, you know, baby steps in that direction. Yeah, I'm not even talking. I'm not even talking about the technical team aspect yeah. of. It. I'm just saying your brain. Oh yeah, no, I mean, like, is there something yeah, I mean, that you would think, man, if this were possible, it might not even be possible, but. No, I feel like we've taken some baby steps with that right now. Is what I mean by that is the hey, I don't want to leave this zip code. Hey, I don't want to go to this area. Hey, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, you know, safety is in your hands and your decision. And as an independent contractor, you should make that choice. Yeah. So we built a little bit in that step, but I, there's a lot more I wish that we could do. Uh, I know. You know, I admit sort of off the top of my head, uh, it's not that easy, 
right? No, Sorry. because no. I mean, even when you're like, even when you're a tech, like I was, here's what I was thinking of beforehand is that even taxi cab driver that maybe he is dispatched, but the old school flagging a taxi, at least you're face to face encountering the person that you're about to unlock the door for or not. With this app, you have no idea what, like Torsten was saying, people don't even upload their pictures anymore. Even though that's supposed to be a thing now, they just upload whoever's picture. Or I think sort of two things, right? I think one, I do really agree with what Torsten says, that there are a bunch of security measures that the apps use to vet drivers. Some mm-hmm. of those security measures should be used for riders. I think beyond just take a selfie, right? Like if you think about, uh, you know, through the Parapass program we're doing, we've been digging into background checks and identity verification. A lot of these platforms actually not only run the background check on you, but run these continuous checks on you. So they continually check you for uh, you know, criminal records. They continually check you for MVR violations. And they mm-hmm. also continuously check uh, your profile in general, right? So you know, when you sign up for an Uber account as a driver, they're actually beyond you signing up for the background check, they're also validating that you are Steve, you are Steve Johnson, and you are the Steve Johnsons that's filled in um, Mm -hmm. this background check. The problem is they can't make sure it's me driving. uh, Yes, but they do some of that where you take a picture with the ID and you take a picture with your face. As a writer, the the facial recognition, though, I think I even showed you, David, I put like when it was masking, I put duct tape over my mouth and bulged my eyes out. I think, you know, that stuff is always getting better. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but they don't do that for writers. No. Something is better than nothing. I'm not saying it's perfect. It works 70% of the time, but it's 0% of the time right now. Yeah, I don't And I don't even know. I don't even know that, you know, I know that the obviously the business side ruling on that would be look, this will just piss customers off. We don't even want to lose 1% or 2% or 5%. But I don't even see how if you built it in right, how that'd be bad. Like, hey, we're this is a safety feature to make sure your phone wasn't stolen. Or yeah, Also, it's just like, think about Airbnb. Airbnb runs a viable business vetting people who sign up on them. They announce that. They actually do a, they actually do a, is this an identity check? Is there any problems with said person? They do mm-hmm. that. They run a viable business, right? So mm-hmm. it is possible. I'm not saying, you know, do a deep background check on every rider, but there should be some hurdles, right? So like my iPhone and your iPhone that accepts facial recognition, yeah. would there not be a way to do like a verified rider? Like this rider yeah, is verified by their phone uh, to be yeah. them. This is like, I mean, talking to a background check and identity verification company, right? They do this for drivers. It's like, this is your ID scan your face with the multi-tilt to make mm-hmm. sure that you are the person in the ID and programmatically check it every now and then. I'm not saying it needs to be heavy and I don't think it needs to be as heavy as maybe it is for drivers, but it should be something, right? And I think that it goes two ways, right? People are like, oh, I'm afraid. Who do I know whose car I'm getting into and who's driving me? But who the hell do I know who this person coming into my car is, right? I was even saying like as incentive, like we know that part of that argument will be hey they some not all phones have that ability still and people are still on them but maybe the people who were able to do it and willing to were always guaranteed a driver of 4.9 or above yeah. if they took the time to truly verify yeah i mean couldn't i mean things like that this is how i'm thinking is okay. couldn't it just be like almost like incentive based like look it's for your safety and we'll guarantee you the best of rides 
I think the other one is, you know, everyone should get a dash camera. That's something that we've talked about before. Yeah. But I guess you know, what's the other small part that we can do? I guess I've been exploring this new feature, and I was actually on sort of uh, getting Zach's feedback on that earlier today. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of like community flags, right? So I think we've actually, and I did sort of a deep dive, and I started looking through, like, and we have a bunch of, you know, I just picked one of the zips. Like, we have a bunch of community flags in Irvine. Right? Okay. So I started deep diving in Irvine, California, and being like, what mm -hmm. are the flags? And there's sort of some of the usual ones, no tip, hates this person, they were rude to me, didn't let me use the toilet, right? That mm -hmm. sort of stuff. And, um, then the, and then the fake ones too. And... Yeah. Uh, and then there's some interesting ones, right? There's a bunch which is like, hey, let's not get near this shopping mall. There's like, you know, 60 pins around this one area. And I was like, what's going on? And it's because, you know, it's near the Spectrum Mall and Arena, so people don't want to go near there during peak time. That makes sense. But what I thought was interesting was... Uh, multiple people had marked the same location house as somebody who uh ordered the food and claimed it wasn't delivered and there was like, right. multiple people who'd marked that as the same house there's multiple people who marked certain places as unsafe for an unsafe entrance so that's a little bit of a step in the same direction too that i'd hope we'd be able to help with is this idea of like communally can you help flag some of this yeah. At the end of the day, the only person who can keep you safe is yourself, right? One hundred percent. Ultimate line, right? At the end yeah. of the day. Like and so, help. like, and so, yeah, and obviously, you know, I would have liked to have had Torsten here to say this comment, but things like be wary of of like last minute changes to the address, or hey, you know, like you pull up to the house and they're like, hey, I'm actually a block down. Can you pick me up there? Be wary of that kind of stuff because those are tricks. If yeah. you were a block down, why why are you texting the driver as they arrive? If you're telling the driver, hey, can you pull into the alley? Like, make sure that you're comfortable with that. I'm not saying it's bad, but make sure that you're definitely comfortable with that. If anything in your body is saying, wait, this is weird. I Trust me, in my experience, it is weird then. Something's I think that's wrong. Like, I'm not that old, but as I get older, I'm like, your gut usually has a, you know, trust your gut. I oh, if, you, if you don't trust your gut, it backfires every time, I feel like. I feel like whatever you're thinking might happen, and I'm not saying always, but I feel like very often it does happen. I don't, and I'm not saying it's like The Secret or any of those movies where like you're manifesting something you're thinking like, uh-oh, if I go into this alley, I'll get killed, and then you get killed. That's not why it happened. It's not, you know, it's, you didn't manifest it. I'm just saying your gut is your best system that there is. I think the other one too is like, no, you're right, right? That is your car. If somebody makes you feel uncomfortable, unsafe, unwelcome, you know, let them out, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. That's part that always irks me the most. Is you talk to a lot of drivers and they're like, somebody treated me disrespectfully. They like somehow treated like the car is theirs. And then the day, that's your car. It's your life. It's your mm -hmm. business, right? So do, do what you need to do. Yeah, 100%. And, um, and then, well, you know, well, I guess while we're waiting on uh, Torsten, I wanted him to be here for this, but, uh, you know, I, I think we should, uh, let's, I, I wanted to ask you, like, what, I, I know we've talked about this so many times, but I keep thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about this personal profile thing and the personal dispatch system coming together is huge right now more than ever. Like, this could be huge. I know people, I talk to people now every day who, have these skill sets that they don't even use on the apps. Like yeah. it's like, oh yeah, I can do I I, I can do uh, my I'm a electrician. I just don't like to do it full time anymore. 
Yeah. That's huge, dude, that you might get a lot of clients off a pair of profile or which could blend into the dispatch system. Yeah. So, I mean, how long would it take to really allow people even just that splash page? Yeah. Yeah. So I think where I've been going with that is uh, one, this is like, do you remember you called me super excited with this idea back in like 2021? Do you remember yeah, that? Right around the same time. Yeah. I, I had two years ago with Torsten. Yeah. Health. I know. I remember that. I and mean, you're telling me <laughs> it's a great idea. I remember at the time thinking it's a great idea. It's a shame that it's taken this long. But uh, I agree, right? I think to me, where the work comes down to is I think having the shiny profile is great, but I want the profile to be able to do something, right? So can somebody message you securely? Can somebody book your time through the app? Can somebody, I, I think that, you know, it needs to be, you need to be able to do something with it. And I think that's sort of what we're in the process of scoping. And I think, you know, some of the Parapath stuff is the step in that direction, right? And I actually mm -hmm. think all the pieces we've done is moving in that direction. So with Paraworks, we basically said, you know, connect a gig account and we can create your gig profile with your work history. So here's your Uber trips, here's your DoorDash trips. The next part with Parapath is like, hey, you can put all your documents in a vault. Uh, and with those documents, your profile can act as a key. The next step, I think, is to combine all of that, basically be like, we have you know, all your documents are here ready. Somebody should be able to book you directly. Somebody should be able, you should have a profile that can act as your resume, both as a key to have platforms accept it, but also uh, just to pass around as yours, right? I mean, something, you know, something yeah, I, guess I mean, that, to that's like, huge. I think that one, there should be a profile that's beautiful, that represents the work that you've done, mm -hmm. that you could be proud to show. And two, yeah. I think it needs some functionality. So I think that's why it's taking a little longer. Than yeah, but, do, but does it in the very beginning? Does it? Yeah. No, I'm saying, does it need functionality in the very beginning? Or could that splash page be worth something to people? That's true. I guess, you know, you could say, hey, if people are comfortable putting their phone number on it, so be it, right? I mean, Or even email. I mean, they're just going to list what they do and things like that. However, whatever they feel comfortable putting, yeah, that's up to them. I just know people who have actually many skill sets and I'm not saying different people who have different skill sets. I'm saying I've met people who I'm like shocked at like three different skill sets. One person has. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you should be like crushing other things too. And it's still independent contractor type work that they could be yeah. doing. What are the things that you've seen that, uh, you know, that you've loved or surprised you the most? You mean like other things that people do? I mean, a lot of construction stuff that people are over it, but like I have talked and especially doing the last mile stuff I do, a lot of people I know don't want to work construction 24 seven, seven days a week. They don't. However, they have a skill. Maybe they're cabinet maker. Yeah. You know, that skill trade is awesome. If you even have a garage workshop, yeah, you can build cabinets there and bring them to onsite. Maybe there's somebody who likes to do it, but only likes to do it because he does extremely intricate work. You know, like we had some, or I, I know a guy who does hardwood floors. He is the best. He is better priced than most people here in Denver. However, yeah. oddly, um, and I can't even remember what you call it. He does not do the, the final piece that like bevel that brings yeah. the floor to the wall. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Oh, it's driving me crazy. I can't think of it. But that rounded portion that just kind of goes around the entire perimeter. Yeah. He doesn't do that. So when he's done, the floor looks amazing. But it looks like this gap in the wall everywhere you look. 
And then he he has like a name of like three other people. He's like, they could do it maybe. And I'm like, dude, you don't do that. But like at the same time, he does this amazing work. Yeah. And he does it for like half the price. People don't know about him. You have to know somebody and get yeah. turned on to this guy. Now, if he does some gig work, maybe he wants to turn certain people on. Maybe he drops somebody off and they've had a conversation. He does ride share. Yeah. And then, you know, he, the guy's like, man, I just wish I had a cabinet guy because our house is amazing. And I've just really wa wanted some custom cabinet work. And they click, they start talking. That profile would be huge, even if it didn't do anything. Yep. Because otherwise it's going to be like, well, here's my phone number. Call me. Maybe it gets lost. But like even just like a, a um, like a QR code. Yeah. Ever seen, I always think where I go to is almost like sort of like a, have you ever seen these like link tree? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, something you could just have on your phone, like a QR code. Like, here you go, scan yeah. that. Right. And, they and scan it takes it you to a pair of profiles. Your credentials, and then it's like, hey, you know, contact me. I can, I can put, let me put it this way. I would have a pair of profile. Yeah. Mine would say production work, staging, lighting, yeah. uh, sound engineering, lasers. Lasers are a very uh, unique niche. Yeah. Um, it would say, you know, I mean, I could do even like odd job stuff I know how to do yeah, or things like that. Or, you know, there's people that I know who, um, and I've looked into this, um, again, drawing a blank, uh, when you like are verifying documents. Yep. Uh, actuary, Not actuary, sorry. Uh, yeah. Actuary. Something. No, I'm thinking oh. stationary now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, those yeah. people, oddly, since the pandemic, there's a big need for those people, like legal firms and stuff, because they don't keep those people on full time. Yeah. Sometimes they have somebody in the office, but often it like I've heard at legal firms, yeah. they don't like that legal firm to verify their own documents. Yeah. So often they are, they're taking their documents to like a Kinkos or things like that to get them verified. Notary. Yeah. Notary. There you go. Notary public. Now it takes a, it takes, a, it's like a three day class over a weekend to become one. Yeah. But when you do, you can now be independent and do this job out of your car. One of the, uh, one of the first users of Para, he was working sort of like, uh, he worked at like the lobby at an apartment. I remember that during the pandemic, he signed up and trained to be, uh, notary and he'd do these sort of like remote notary gigs and he's like well most of the time i'm sat at the lobby i'm not doing much anyways so uh and i remember that that was pretty cool yeah i mean and i, I mean i think that list just just uh continues and continues and i think on my end i think you know maybe this is too much detail but like the reason for everything not going too quick on that direction is we have a little bit of sort of like what i call like homework to do so what mm -hmm. that means, you know, we let people create a para tools profile. We let people create a para works profile. We let people create a para pass profile. And in the name of getting the stuff out and testing it, there are three different profiles, which is a bit of a mess. So that make are... a fourth, really make it confusing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So actually like what the team is really working on right now is with this sort of profile merge onboarding, just making it so it's one nice profile. And from See, there, wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't that help too? Like you hit, yes. like I make a profile and then at the bottom it says para works, para pass. Yeah. Yeah, it shows me exactly, certified for all of them. That's, that is exactly what's going on. It's just, that's, you know, it's the sort of behind the scenes work to enable the stuff coming up basically. Yeah. But I mean, like when you get to that point of 
hey, we need to be able to showcase this to other people so they can see exactly what it looks like. I'll be that guy. Yeah. I'll create one and I'll show like I think a I've lot of things that. I can do. I love your thoughts where I think I've heard from people like, I'm just not that sort of person. Like, I think there's like some people who have the personality who are going to tell people about their side job, about their side gig, about the main thing they're good at and pass them the QR code. And there's some people who just aren't, right? But uh, that's why I think having this holistic profile is interesting, right? So, hey, if you're not going to tell people about your laser work, you can still use the profile to unlock other gig driving if that's what you want to do. And I think that's really, uh, you know, the direction we're trying to go in, just uh, never as fast as I'd like. So. Yeah. Um, so Torsten just texted me. He'll be back in three minutes. So awesome. we'll take this time to, um, I'll get your opinion on these two subjects. Um, we were talking about David, because I have two questions left for him. Um, Lyft's new CEO, David Risher, in your opinion, can he and will he make a difference? Big one, can he? I know it's a big shakeup, right? So I know the founders of the company for a long time. I'm just right. saying, does he have the the power? I know he's the CEO, yeah. but does he have the power to really make a difference in Lyft? Is the money left with Lyft? Are they are they already dead, just treading yeah. water? Well, that's why, like, it depends on what you mean by make a difference. There's like, you know, make sure they don't die, make sure they do okay, and make sure they you know, excel, basically. Well, like Torsten pointed out today or yesterday, they launched um, women and non-binary um clients can now request a woman or non-binary driver yeah that's a that's a big change yeah I that mean, is a change, right i mean i think i mean to some people, people that might be like who cares i can tell you i know a lot of women who feel a lot more comfortable with a woman driver yeah and i also think that's a philosophical thing right when i was at uber uh the whole thing was liquidity right so you're like you would never let somebody set filters because that ruins the liquidity basically mm -hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I think, you know, maybe I'm a bit biased, but like the CEO has the power to make the change, whether he will make the change, I don't know. Right. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll admit, I don't know the man. I don't know anything about the man, so I can't. Right. Just... I mean, other than the fact that I know his, you know, he's got some past and he, he put in a bunch of money into Lyft and he, he was quoted all over the news is like, why would I put my own money in this unless I thought this was it? But it's yeah. like he put a million of his own money in. But I think he's one of those types where a million dollars to him is like a hundred dollars to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that that's like to us a million sounds like a lot. I yeah. don't think it's quite that much on in his life. I'm trying to remember. So I know he'd worked a couple of different things. I was trying to remember what it was. I think he was something with Amazon. I'm taking a look here. Um, World the other which is like uh, a nonprofit. Yeah, he was Amazon, but he was there yeah. for five years. Interesting. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't he something financial too? I don't think he, wasn't he CFO or something in that way? Because that was another thing I thought was weird. Like you're CEO of a, of a rideshare company now. You came from Amazon with a more financial background. He was like a senior vice president of U.S. retail. <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, I guess knowing the finances is great. He talks about a lot of the changes we want to hear about. The other big comment before Torsten comes back is that um, Uber's CEO, Dara Kashishawi, made a comment this week. And this is his quote. I think it's kind of shocking. Um, there's articles all over. 
His quote is, the company sucks and treats its drivers like crap. Who said that? Dara Kashishawi, CEO of Uber. Now, you said that about Uber? Yeah. That is his quote to CNBC. That is his quote. It's being, it's every, like if you Google Uber right now, that's the news. You'll see it right there. Um, And it's just, it's crazy to me. I know the story, you know, the headline is always a grabber. And YouTube land, it's referred to as clickbait kind of thing. But like, it's always a grabber. But it, when you look into this, like, this is how he feels. And he's talking about, again, it's one of those times where he's talking about, I was a driver for a day. So I fully understand the, the, the plight that everybody goes. It's like, dude, if you did it for a year, you wouldn't understand the plight. You have a lot of money to go home to. You don't understand the, the real battle. And, but for him to say this is a pretty big comment. I mean, everything's, everything's always a PR thing with them, but I mean, he's, he's saying it. And again, he's saying it based on his experience from being a driver for a day. Again. Right. But I mean, like you worked for Uber. Did you ever think that the guy, the CEO would say that, that that would be his quote? The company, the company sucks and treats its drivers like crap. Quote. Yeah. I mean, I, I was there under Travis and Travis would say anything. Travis was like, whatever it takes to make things better. He, and he wouldn't have said that though. No, probably not. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm shocked to see Dara say it. I mean, to be honest, I'm glad. I think it's also PR as always though, but at the same, I mean, like, is he going to do anything about it? Cause that's the real stick. That's the real rub there. You know, like, yeah, okay, you identified something that we've been talking about for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess the question is going to, at the end of the day for me, is like, hey, saying something is one thing, doing something is the other, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I read here into the article, he's like, it wasn't a pleasant all hands, it set a tone. We started celebrating employees going out there, delivering employees driving. It's a point of pride for employees now. When they drive, they get a little badge in their corporate profile, et cetera. I'm like, that's great. Uh, but what's going to happen, right, is really what matters. But so, Torsten, I think catching you up, hey, good to, see, good to have you back. Good. Steve was asking. So so now we're in the middle of a Torsten sandwich here, you guys. I got two more questions for him, and then we'll shut this down. Um, But it worked out. I mean, that actually worked out. We got through some pair of things there in the middle. Um, Good. But back to Uber Teen. I am am outraged because since day one, when I started in 2015, all the changes that were bad and negative, at least I always relied on that. And I know Torsten used to be a big advocate to this, too, that we – I mean, we would tell every teenager, no, hell no, get out of here. And the parents even would get on the phone and say, it's fine, just take him. And you're like, no, I'm not going to take him. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's just such a massive responsibility. Um, You know, these kids don't have their own credit cards. They don't really know the ins and outs of business. And here you are potentially driving, you know, a 13 or 14 year old. And I think David said it best. I mean, they're just... They, they're just not they're just not leaving anyone behind they're chasing every single dollar no matter how they yeah. can get it right and um, see an opportunity maybe to educate them very young look the parents are going to pay at the end of the day but the the responsibility of the hard work and the lifting is going to be on the driver um, and and if they get into your car I mean do, do they truly uh, respect the interior of your car or is it just um, attitude all the way you don't you don't really know um i i think it's a disaster um 
am I surprised? No. I mean, everything, everything they put out there for all, all the years was, you know, absolutely no teenager, no one under 18. Um, parents were always uh, using the service anyway for a lot of their kids, especially at schools and that. Oh, and then yeah. sort of pretending that they did not know. But the, the legalities and everything, uh, you, you're going to run into you're going to run into a lot of uh, legal issues if things go south. You know, and and obviously the the driver will always be blamed. But um, I say to the drivers that don't you know just ignore it. Just like same with shared rides. Again, we're independent contractors. We should be able to make independent decisions. You know, here in California with your TCP, your transport charter perm permit. Yeah, you 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 have far more commercial insurance, etc. And it's specifically set up that you can take. Uh, kids, right? So you 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 covered, but with the the very little uh, insurance coverage that the the companies um, offer to to have teenagers in your car, I mean, I, I don't think it was well thought through, and I think there's you know, I, I think they were gonna they're gonna abuse it. Um, carjackings are gonna go up. Uh, kids are gonna find the loopholes and and abuse them, and we're already seeing we're already seeing that happen. So. Well, so, and I saw another batch of these articles coming out last week that this city went, DC went, Pittsburgh went, all these cities now are uber teen friendly. Mm -hmm. And here's my question. And we know that they're never really quite upfront at all with us, but do you honestly think that the insurance companies, first of all, we all know that when you get into a situation with Uber or Lyft, the first thing they do is try and, is try and weasel their way out of having any responsibility to Correct. It. They don't want to, even though they say you're insured, they find anything they can to not be involved. Um, so if you start getting a, a minor who says that you touched them or you get, I mean, in my opinion, your life is over. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that, not, you know, then you'd be, you'd be wrongfully, let's could be wrongfully stamped as a, as a pedophile, right? I yeah. mean, the, the, the wrong, wrongful deactivations are rampant. I had a 30 minute conversation with David Risha about, uh, about a few topics. Ten minutes was dedicated to uh, wrongful deactivations, and he and he agreed with me on on the phone in in the Zoom call that yes, um, a, a lot of riders are also just ab abusing the platform, trying to get a freebie, and we we're going to put a process into place, which he promised, and I hope to see it happen, which would um, you know accelerate the process and and. Uh, turn a lot of those wrongful deactivations into drivers getting access to the platform. But what happens when a teenager uh, pulls the same nonsense, right? What if a teenager wants a freebie and said, oh, mom, you know, he started touching me or whatever. And I mean, it's just, it's, 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 yes. it's just not well thought through. And it would like, you, you're absolutely right. It would completely destroy a person's life. It would completely. Do you, do you have the right as a driver to say that well yeah but you know but then you, at the, you, yeah, you the back end you're gonna get punished again you know i mean you, yeah oh, no, what i meant is not that I mean, so you can't tell them hey i want to opt out of uber team right i um, think you can deselect it you 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 can deselect it um and and uh, i i would think that the majority of the drivers are, are hopefully deselecting it you know, also like with the, the, the shared rides right now, Lyft abandoned shared or pool rides. Uh, Uber just bundled them together with UberX. 
right? No, knowing, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that drivers would uh, switch that off, right? Just like you could switch teen, teens off. But um, at the end of the day, you, you go ahead and decline or, or cancel multiple teen requests or multiple shared requests. And then, it, you know, it, it, it get, goes into the punishment phase again. Timeouts, this threatening. Yeah. They say you're not punished, but you are. You you are, and yeah, you, you are, are like just uh, if if they hopefully they they have some middle management or executives listening to your show, um, and the and the message is 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 very simple, um, do what works, don't use us as experiments, and you know do it for your own good. Uh, you 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 want to stay out of the media as much as possible. Uh, these stories put you back in the media, you know, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I don't know why they un, don't understand that concept. The, me, the media to them right now is, uh, is extremely damaging. You know, it influences the public. Yeah. And, but but, but the, the features that they're offering, the teens and the shared rise, just opens up a, a minefield. You know, it's a minefield of problems. Yeah. Um, that again, I think they saw a huge uptick because I've looked into these stats that 16-year-olds are not getting their driver's license anymore. Yes, you know, there's a lot of people that till 17, 18 don't even care. They don't go get a license. So they saw this, you know, I turned 16 that morning. I was at the DMV. Getting yeah, a license. We're, we're, we're old school. <laughs> we, 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 that driver's license meant everything to us and owning a car. Yeah. Meant everything. But, you know, but they're also the thing is the companies are also educating these kids to not go out and buy vehicles. You know, car manufacturers yeah. cannot be happy with those trends. There's a lot of no. teenagers who just say, oh, dad, dad's going to get me an Uber. Or I'm going to get a Lyft, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's made, it's so easy. So where, where is yeah. the incentive of going out and getting your driver's license and, 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 and taking some responsibility in life, paying for the car, paying for your own gas, paying for your own insurance? It's all taken away from a child. Well, I think you're going to get a lot of teenagers, too, who party and are wanting rides home. Who knows what happens to them on that ride home? Yeah, you don't know exactly. what they've been doing that night. They could have been yeah, doing drugs. They could have been drinking too much. They could be alcohol poisoned in your back seat. And, and if you, you know, tell for me a kid, that's not a lawsuit. You're crazy. And for a kid, you know, knowing that the parents are paying it, hey, you know, grab an Uber with me. It makes them look cool, right? You know, if yeah. if, 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 if a sixteen-year-old guy is facilitating an Uber ride for a couple of young little teenage girls, right? So, it's it's. We haven't even scratched the service, gentlemen. It's it's coming. There's a, there's a lot of accidents in the pipeline. There really are. So that leads me to this final question, and this is a big one. Um, if you were approached at an elevator and someone right now, and somebody said to you, or you overheard, and somehow you had a, a minute or two to tell them, and they somehow connected with you, never had heard of you, and they said, um, you know, hey, should I enter the rideshare market right now? What's your answer um, to them? Firstly, I'd say, hey, um, I, I would strongly advise that you go out and, and finance a brand new car. And I, I think what I would do is, you know, the moment I got out the elevator, I'd like to try and spend a few minutes with that individual and say, you know, here's if, if you want my number, let me text you a couple of uh, good links, a good information um, outlets on social media where you can collect a lot of good Good info. I, 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 I'm, I'm still approached sometimes, you know, at, at Starbucks and that by newbies um, 
or people that are thinking of, of, of getting involved and I'll, I'll, I'll take the time to, to, to educate them. Right. And I think if you have the money to, um, you know, get it, get an Excel or a Sienna or, or maybe a suburban, I, I would try and really start up and, 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 and get your own company off the ground. Um, if strictly on Uber and Lyft, with a brand new car, you, you, you're working backwards. You're not making money. Um, if you are on Uber, Lyft, and you're actually uh, building out your own clientele, <coughs> you're making good money. And so my approach would be quite a bit different than, you know, four or five years ago. Exactly. I, I think I'd want to really spend the time and, 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 and show them the pros and the cons. And that, that can easily be done in a five-minute conversation. You know? Yeah, but just in passing... If it was a yes, no type thing. Um, I mean, I know there's, it can't be, but if you just had w- seconds kind of thing. I would like, just say no to entry level UberX or Lyft regular. If, if, if you really thinking of, of going out and making a big purchase and thinking, Hey, this is, this is my new job. If you can find a, a used car or, or a car at an auction, uh, you know, a hundred thousand mile car for very little money. Why not try it out? But, um, I hate to say it, the answer is no. I wouldn't encourage them to do it. Yeah. It's a special type of person for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I'd love to hear Torsten's thoughts on uh, the Dara quote. Oh, yeah. Before we, yeah, I guess if we have a quick second to ask you, what yeah. do you think about uh, Dara's comment, uh, the company sucks and treats its drivers like crap? I, You know, I, I think when it comes to, interviews or doing the rounds on uh, or the media rounds um i think he needs a lot of coaching right and um he he, he sort of tries to act cool and he, he says he says a lot of stupid things along the way even even the other day when those guys uh, told him how much that trip cost him right he just he just does not know how to handle uh, uh i mean he, his social skill set is not not too great i think when he's like one-on-one with his computer and numbers and that he's a great guy but he seems very afraid of of the media he seems very uh he behaves very awkwardly when he's around people when he's asked um tough questions so um that was just such a weird comment though to it's, me. It's, 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 it's so stupid i mean yeah you're not gonna have people jump on that uh, yeah. I mean, that pounced all over that comment, you know, a company sucks. Yeah. And, then he, and, he, and he took a real swipe at drivers as well. Uh, mm-hmm. He knows that he's not liked by drivers. <laughs> and I don't think whatever Dara tries, I don't think he's going to win the hearts and minds of drivers. So I think he's he no, he's knows, no Travis. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, he doesn't have the charisma that, you know, or the sweet... Uh, the the you know the sweet um, talking mouth that Travis had, yeah, but, that's um, for sure. And 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 Risher on the other hand, I mean, he's been there now for 120 days. He's made a lot of big statements coming in. Uh, he's he's de- definitely has a more gentler approach. He 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 does meet with people. He does talk to people. Um, I'll give him that. You know, he's he's the complete opposite of Dara, but. At the end of the day, if, if, if these guys, you know, are appeasing or just playing to the riders, 
and 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 keep on ignoring the drivers uh, it's 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 a it's a disaster it's a downhill yeah you know, he hasn't broken out of the 11 dollar threshold like I, I would think that the stock would be up at 15 17 now it's it's not yeah. right so the the confidence that wall street or the financial world are showing him i i don't quite see it yet and um i mean darrow will just chase every buck whether it's shared whether it's teenagers whether yeah, it's task, task rabbit, rabbit. Yeah, i was I just mean, gonna say they, they freck it all over the show you know what i mean so um yeah it's 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 like a comedy show sometimes but yeah that was a dumb comment eh? i mean i i don't know i don't know why he was he was he seeking attention with that comment or is it just yeah. i think I it's telling, backfired. I telling steve like it doesn't matter at all until the it's a question like what are you going to about it yeah that's that's the well, thing actually, actually, like, like, asked me before you came on door so it sort of stumped me i went quiet there for a couple minutes because i was looking it up yeah. on the side and like was this really what was said then i was like wait what's the context i think i was a little awkward on the camera because i was like i don't want to right like, exactly exactly yeah well it's it's a it's an awkward comment yeah it's it is um but this actually pieced together really well i want to uh that's a wrap for this week you guys i want to thank all of you for joining uh please come back and, and join us again next week I want to thank my co-host David. And as always, I want to thank Torsten. Um, it's always a pleasure, my friend, to have you on and to talk to you. Thank, and thank somehow you guys. this pieced David, together keep... well, and we stayed in real time, so it doesn't have to be edited, which is yeah, exactly. Well, that's doing. great. That's great. It makes your life a whole lot easier. <laughs> Editing's horrible. And uh, David, keep up the good work and Steve, keep the podcast coming. And um, you know, yes. and maybe in the future just bounce a couple of questions my way and then we'll we'll set something up. I you know, it's 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 a good way. Your show is a great way to connect with the drivers and, and keep it real, right? That's what you guys mm -hmm. do. You keep it real. It's like these are real yeah. topics and they need to be spoken about. You you you, you can't um, sweep these topics under the carpet. They have to be spoken about, right? 100%. So, 100%. I mean, the more we talk about them, the more that they're at least in the sight of people, even if people are like, you keep talking about it. Yeah, because it's a problem. We have, I mean, you, you, can't, you have <laughs> I mean, to keep the conversation alive. If you... You know, I, I, I see strikes in that, gathering some good momentum, little strikes here and there, uh, coupled with some good media exposure. The, the TV stations are always interested, just like uh, drivers, keep it going, right? City by city, keep it going. Yeah. You, you, you cannot be silent and you cannot uh, you cannot give up on your energy. You got to keep on going. Um, certain cities have seen big improvements, yeah. right? Um, but, but you have to fight for those improvements. They don't come on their own. Yeah, and for anybody wondering, please go check out Torsten's channel. If you're not familiar with him already, he has endless videos. I mean, yeah, I can't even tell you. I don't even know how many he has, but there's endless videos. You would good, be good. <laughs> there is great wealth of knowledge on that channel. So check it out in Thank the show you notes. You can find him. Until next week, you guys be safe, earn smart, and please Thank be good to each other. Peace, everyone. Thank you, guys.